Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to Halujuku, a podcast on East Asian pop culture with a couple guys that like East Asian pop culture enough to make a podcast about it. I'm Peter Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my tag team partner, my right-hand man to my left-hand side. We've got Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I am doing pretty dang good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're here to talk about East Asian pop culture, do our thing like we do. Uh, first, we start off every episode talking about what's new, what's caught our attention since we last gathered. Uh, and yeah, there's been a couple of weeks, so we've got some things to talk about. Some things have been released, so it's, it's cool. Uh, Kaz. What's new? What's what's caught your attention? So, uh, first thing that caught my attention is a song by an artist I am unfamiliar with called Hush Swan. Uh, super chill, vibey track uh, featuring Gray. Uh, very nice, like, actual instrument use in the track, and I, I enjoyed that. Um, I think his flow and his rap is, is pretty good, too. Um, Gray does a nice little featurette of the hook. And I just, I, I just kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's a really cool, like, chill track that, like, has, uh, has a nice, still has a nice, like, tempo to it. Uh, doesn't, doesn't get too, uh, like, doesn't get boring. <laughs> At least not, not too boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just has a nice, like, uh, feel to it, and. It, it keeps a nice vibe throughout, right? There's no, there's no dips, there's no giant like drop or crescendo in a in a chill track where then it goes back to being chill and you're kind of confused. It just kind of has this pace that's chill, but it keeps your attention, it keeps you grooving, it keeps you you feeling it. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's just a really cool song, really cool vibe. Uh, but yeah. Uh, going forward to the next song. Yeah, going forward. Um, I got my boy Kilograms, um, featuring Muzi, uh, with Up All Night. Well, just, I don't know. I I like Kilograms. I enjoy Kilograms the more and more and more I hear from him. Um, he makes really fun tracks. Um, one of the things I always say about kilograms or we've said about kilograms before in the past is like he doesn't look like how he sounds and he doesn't sound yeah. how you would expect him to look. So it's something you have to be prepared for. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a probably a dude I'd, I'd know in like high school or like in school or something. Uh, just like he'd be slightly more uh, Hispanic. <laughs> but he'd be this like basically the exact same look <laughs> like uh he wouldn't look all together that different because of some like genome type, type things if you want to get really down to it but like he, I, I i feel like i've i would have either gone to school with him or, or would work with him <laughs> but yeah no it, it, kilograms of style is really cool and interesting like uh and like he's been kind of like making his name for himself uh in in korea which is really cool uh and yeah he does have an interesting voice i also love musi's uh contribution to all this because music's kind of an odd uh, mm-hmm. dude that is super talented but also kind of like 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 he's like he's not a, a he's not a, a 
he's never purports to be a cool guy. Uh, and he's generally with UV does mostly comedic stuff, but he has the talent to just like sing and dance and put out quality, like just regular pop or dance tracks, uh, which is interesting. Uh, but yeah, the, the, this song is fun. It's really super danceable too. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I think people should definitely go check it out and listen to it. All right. Moving on from there. Uh, we got a, uh, all right, we got a um, record from the boys at Highlight. Uh, it's a kind of a – hold on. Oh, there it there is. All right, it's a – thank you. It's like a um, pass the mic track, uh, really, really cool beat. It's called Break the Bread, featuring, featuring a bunch of the rappers from Highlight Records, uh, Ready, Sway D, Palo Alto, Yun B, G2, Huckleberry P, and uh, Camo Star. And I just, I just, I don't know. I, I, from the, from the like drop of the beat, I kind of just enjoyed this song. Yeah. Like uh, it, it, a lot of it really works. Uh, really works really well. Uh, just from like a, a, a vibe standpoint and from an attitude standpoint. Uh, and like yeah. a showcase of, of like, their the the individual rapper's skill um like it this is just a classic uh posse track like it it and it, and it works really well uh you know you got you got it this is palo alto's like like crew this is this is his label yeah uh and he picks the young he's got he he, sh- he shows that he's got talent uh in his roster uh of course it's the class the video is the kind of the classic uh well, it's a, it's, there's no breaks in the song, so there's you know just do it all in one take. Uh, but like, yeah, like the walking through the are, office, yeah, walking through the office, showing off. Like it's almost like this is the music video version of of MTV Cribs, but for an office mm-hmm. for labels yeah. office. <laughs> it's like yo, show you the first floor. This is our meeting room. <laughs> yo, we're gonna go up here to the conference room. Uh, this is where this is where. Uh, uh NG of of accounting does our you know does our bill paying and stuff uh this is the mail room <laughs> uh yeah you know, it's like it's fun uh, i i will say though i like i do like the look of that office and like if i ever get to that plateau in life where i have an office building i want it to be designed like this yeah uh or we have our you know where we have uh Hallyujuku records you know uh in in the middle of like uh Someplace in in Hongdae, uh, we'll have our own building. Uh, yeah, we'll have like multiple floors, practice rooms. Yeah. Also, also this uh, this video features everyone's favorite uh, rap thing, which is a uh, a money shooting gun. Oh yeah, the the the, 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 the cash cannon, <laughs> the cash, cash cannon. cannon, or the the money yeah, gun, so. the cash cannon, like is. Yeah, you know, it's 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 finally reached Korea, which is nice. <laughs> uh, but I, well, no, I, they've I, been in, Jay Park had them in some early videos. Oh, yeah. so. Well, that's fair. But it's Jay Park. I I do have to like you have to kind of like I keep wanting I keep I, now that you mentioned I want to go back in there. I want to freeze at what bills he shot out. <laughs> see, is there real bills? I'm like, are they wands? Are they actually legit wands? Uh, I mean, not wands, obviously, but like 
chonans or and like uh or even manons you know like thousand like ten thousand or thousand dollar thousand one bills uh we'll have to see i don't know the mystery remains <laughs> uh but yeah this is a cool track uh and yeah I, li- I like the i like a good cypher every once in a while so it's good so it's a uh, an important track to have if you're gonna have a label. Yeah, that's the other thing we'll need to have. Even if we don't have rappers, we'll have a cipher track. <laughs> we'll make people like rap on a cipher track, or just sing or dance or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, um, I'll take over. Uh, I've got some stuff. I've got a one uh one uh, major release uh from the the venerable uh boa she being the heir to the throne at sm entertainment uh boa with a proper kind of comeback she had the the previously we talked about the, her pre-release track which is you know nice if if not altogether memorable uh but this one is her proper comeback her proper single promotional signal uh with one shot two shot um there's a lot to like about this song. It's 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 kind of catchy. It's uh it's danceable. Uh the song serves a uh, a fantastic it serves a really good platform for uh Boa's vocals and her dancing. And so does the the video, especially for the dancing. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think it uh, it's it's really well made. Um, I wouldn't call it like the an all time classic or even like. I, I think it's it's a good track and a good solid fun like catchy track and I think it's gonna be a really good addition to like you know my the K party dance mix uh, playlist or uh, my my usual K pop playlist and i'll definitely enjoy it uh coming up on any of those like on shuffle and stuff uh what did you think cass um i i enjoy boa i think i think she just knows what points to kind of hit um it's rare very rare for her at this point in her her career to have many misses there 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 will always still be tracks that you just won't favor due to personal taste but like i think she's just kind of a classic at this point like she just knows or her and the group around her just know the sound that they want you know um and they know how to get it so yeah it's just it's just good shit man yeah um yeah and then she just has like uh a a kind of like a presence and a charisma to pull off a lot of like different styles and kind of can elevate a lot even like can bring out a lot out of a song i think with just the kind of like her performance skills uh i mean she's been at it she's been at it for how long like like 15 16 years at this point like like yeah like maybe more than that so yeah she's 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 the vet in this game She's been out there. Uh, she's still so young, which is crazy. It's, just, it's amazing, uh, like 
if you like go around to the 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 industry and and you look at some of the people that are like just a couple years younger than her that like debuted just a few years ago or just well not a few years ago but like uh are part of like the either this past generation of groups or like the previous maybe uh but it's just because she debuted so young uh yeah yeah um going forward to the next track i have a couple of japanese tracks which is really cool and kind of like uh a couple of japanese female rock tracks <laughs> uh it's kind of like coming off i think of my uh scandal inclusion last year last week or last, not last week two weeks ago um i have uh first off a new track by the group by the name of band made uh band made is back with a new album that is called uh, world domination uh with a track called domination uh and uh i think i think i think they finally decided to just you know invade the world and just they decided to uh that they're going to take over the world and you know what given given things i i i I welcome my new uh made cafe overlords you know personally uh but yeah i think no i I love the fuck out of bandmate dude like I just enjoy their sound so fucking much and I, I I love their their stick. Yeah. Uh yeah, their, their sound is all so cool and they're they're really talented and really like uh skilled. Uh they bring a cool like energy um you know, it's it's not it's not reinventing the wheel in any way, but it is just so tight uh and interesting in just its uh delivery uh they're just a fantastic hard rock group and uh yeah. this is just another example of that and uh uh i do love kind of like i i, I want to know the theme of the video like because it's just like a lot of random things this is just like there's just like there's rows of fidget spinners at some point there's things like <laughs> Virtual I, currency. I, I think a lot of it is about like a, like the mass production and people being just just dominated by that is yeah. is a lot of what I picked up. Yeah, which I think yeah, a lot of it is like you know the the big corporate the, the big corporations and uh, big world domination. And it's like uh, I would love to see if the the if the song and the lyrics and the theme of the song uh, match that. <laughs> Uh, which I imagine it does. Uh, yeah. But it'd be really cool to check it out. Uh, so I gotta find if if I could find the lyrics somewhere, that'd be cool. Uh, let's. Oh, so the next track is another cool uh, all female rock band, uh, Aldius, uh, also Japanese, Aldius. Uh, with a song from their recent album, which I ju- it, it, they released it a little while ago, uh, but I just like I, I was like so I was on a kick of like checking out different uh, videos, different uh, things on like set up, like either on RJ Pop or on like my YouTube's and things like that, uh, and I came across this track and just thought it was really cool. Uh, it's another like all female hard rock heavy metal band. Uh, this is very much like Japanese heavy metal, uh, and it is very, very cool, very well done Japanese heavy metal. 
uh the 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 vocals are really cool and tight uh the musicianship is fantastic uh on this whole thing uh like the the they they just shred <laughs> and like it's musically really interesting uh and it's just overall it's just really tight and well made and it's it's really cool uh Kaz, well, what did you think um i liked it i i i have to listen to more of them cuz cuz i definitely liked this track but i don't know like it, it it seems more of a classical style than like the kind of newer up tempo style that like um bandmate is if if we make that comparison you know yeah. which which we're kind of forced to because they're both japanese tracks and we featured them together um and it, sometimes i don't like that stuff you know but i yeah. liked it here but like the the almost hair bandish kind of of like mega songs i i'm kind of out of that era you know like I'm, I'm, yeah <laughs> uh so so, so now and a now lot of a lot of japanese tends to be that sometimes <laughs> no unfortunately not well you know hey it depends on the day you know what <laughs> i mean but um but no yeah like like I, I tend to to shy away from some of that stuff sometimes so you know it just it just depends on how you feel but generally i go for more of the bandmade style yeah uh, I think that this track in particular has a lot of what I think uh, is their strength. Uh, they have a like like they had a more recent track where it was like a little bit more like pop metal almost like I think almost kind of like they it seemed like they were leaning into the into the kawaii metal aspects almost kind of kind of trying to get in on that uh, which is understandable. Because I didn't kind of like the how the the, the come up that uh, ba- uh baby metal in particular uh, has enjoyed, uh, so like you kind of lean in on that, yeah, that but aspect. but their look is very kind of classic female Japanese rock, you know, yeah. like it, it, it's not necessarily themed like baby metal or or bandmade or some of the other groups that we have talked about in the past it's just like chicks in dresses playing rock music which is like very classic to japanese rock and roll yeah which is yeah in this video i think that's why i think i liked this more than say like uh if you the another track that was featured without you which is like you know the whole thing is like her uh this like cute video with her like seeking some some dude and like this like uh yeah. they just borrowed that part. set that corn had in one of their videos yeah. like you kind of see it's a that's a some reference homework for some of you out there you gotta go yeah. <laughs> gotta go look up a corn video now for the- <laughs> uh but yeah audius it's a really cool track that that is a really cool track and it definitely has that uh a cool style to it and that i really enjoy so Go check out. I, I I'm gonna try to check out more of Aldius' stuff because I know like they go to here or there and uh, like I said, I'm gonna try to make sure I'm like exploring more, especially because I think we don't we don't explore as much Japanese music as we'd like to, uh, especially for a show that wants to be not just a K-pop podcast, even though even though we use the the, K- the URL kpoppodcast.com. 
Uh, yeah. We kind of want to be, you know, just kind of uh, explore and broaden our horizons. Uh, but yeah, that brings us to uh, the end of uh, a What's New. Now we get over to our... Wait, wait. <laughs> this is my turn. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. You got, you got me sick all the way from the... From this? Nah, I'm just kidding. I, I was already sick. I'm always sick. Uh, the, the internet spreads disease, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spreads all kinds of disease. Uh, but we're going to head over, over to our headlines. So join us on the flip side, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the headline segment of Halajuku. We talk about some topical topics, things that are going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Yeah, some <sighs> some interesting news, uh, some ups and downs. Uh, thought I thought I'd bring up, uh, you know, just because I've I've been to further document the continuation of a girl group apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know if this is as as, as big of an entry as, as some of the other ones we've had. This is just kind of like I still wanted to document it because uh, Stellar is uh, is going to disband, uh, yeah. which is not surprising uh, from two of the original members leaving and from word that they were going to that the other two of their original members, well, not original members, the other two of their because like there was two original members that left a long time ago, but two of their members that were the primary members for the bulk of their their time, uh, being uh, Guy Young and, and John Yu, uh, but now with the upcoming expir- okay. you know, contract expirations of uh, Mini and Hyun, uh, it's 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 pretty much you know that. that, that they're just gonna call it quits uh and be free honestly uh it's crazy that they that yeah and the, the article points out that it's crazy that a group like this were able to hang on for seven whole years uh like even if the Nessa, you know they had their their moments but uh the fact that you know that m- more success, slightly more successful groups haven't sometimes you know haven't over even succeeded to reach that milestone. Uh, they kind of had their their ups and downs, and they mostly weren't. They they didn't find they didn't find huge success, but they had you know they had fans, especially international fans, and they had good songs. Uh. So it's kind of a bummer to see them uh, disband, but it is kind of good to see them be free. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've talked about this like, well, not not for this particular group, but we've talked about this thing right so many times, and it's to a certain extent, right? Um, like almost to make a sports comparison, right? You you people have like. Uh, people have like, I, I don't know how to put it. Right. So people have like these, these things where it's like you, it's not that they're holding on per se. It's like 
can we salvage? I think is usually like yeah. almost what I would want to call it, right? So you 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 come to the situation where you're like, can we salvage this? Like, is there a way that that we don't have to say, hey, it might disband, and then later on something comes about where you realize, oh, you know what? We we could salvage this. We could keep going if we do this, if we do that, if we do this, right? So you you end up in these situations where if you do tell everyone, uh, you know, we might not be doing a project anymore, Stellar, you you run the risk of of losing fans quickly, right? Whereas you kind of hold on, you wait till the dust is settled, and you wait till everyone's sure, and you're like, all right, you guys are going to go do this, you guys are going to go do that. Uh, it'd be better for us going forward to then just produce a new group or do this or do that or whatever it might be, right? And then you hit that subtle moment, you make sure everything's clear, you make sure maybe you have something in the pipeline to then tell people about or that you've already told people about so that when you say this, when you say, hey, this group that you no longer, that that, that you love, we're no longer going to be producing, but, you know, on the flip side, there's also this group from us that you already do love that we've been showing you. You know, there's all this other stuff. So hopefully you still stay fans of our label or things like that or or for the people involved. Right. Hey, I'm leaving this, but I've already I'm already working on this project and this project and this project. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like I feel like instead of jumping the gun and telling people before before you're ready to move on, you you wait until you until all the the you know dominoes are in place. Like I, I, I never feel like I, I'm starting to get to a point where I understand why these things aren't announced when they're announced. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but uh, I think the uh, for the feeling is that that basically uh, the writing. Uh, I think it's already been. Well, yeah, said, but but, but uh, of all the ones we've announced. talked about, right? Which ones haven't the writing been on the wall for? <laughs> like, yeah. You know. um, but yeah, I think at this point it's already been announced. I think I saw uh, uh, in a couple of places. But yeah, they even had like they they've been having their their struggles with the company. Uh, you know, a lot of back and forth with the company. Uh, they even had yeah. to organize their own fan meeting, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because uh, you know, just just to see their fans, just to hang out with their fans. Uh, even you know, even had form the former members who had left earlier, you know, late last year. So they kind of had the six members there. Uh, Including, I guess, the, the two new mem- the two newest members who'd kind of run in, uh, and yeah, you know, and then they had some nice. They also had like, they also had some nice like letters for the fans on their their uh, their social media, which was really cool. If you, if you follow them on Instagram, uh, and you can read Korean, you can. <laughs> You can check them out. I think there were translations as well. And hey, there. fucking Instagram has a shitty translate feature. Don't you? Don't you talk bad? <laughs> <laughs> don't you talk bad about Instagram, man? There's a shitty translation feature on there. Oh, okay. Uh, either way, we also have. I believe uh, there's there are translator accounts that will that I believe have translated stuff. Uh but yeah. Uh, it's a bummer to kind of see. It, it, the big thing is that the the big feeling is that the this is more like a a relief <laughs> for a lot of fans uh-huh. because it's like eh, now 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 they just they don't have to be part of that company <laughs> like like 
there hasn't been a lot of like faith in that that label uh and her way yeah. to run things so and there have been a lot of subtle hints from even the members of like yeah th- th- these motherfuckers ain't shit like <laughs> like in not in such not in such words but you know in those those subtle hints where you, you drop that like the 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 subtweeting <laughs> uh but an instagram you know subgramming i guess uh your own label uh but yeah all the best to all the members past present uh or well i guess all past <laughs> members of uh stellar uh another one down uh <laughs> transition everything changes uh speaking of uh just you know just cancel the whole thing if these people are leaving uh even weekly idol struck by seven year curses jung hyung don and defcon are leaving the show uh the seven year curse is famous for resulting in idol groups breaking up but now it's hitting even it's even hitting it's even hitting idol shows with weekly idol losing their two hosts jung hyung uh jung hyung don and defcon donny and Kony. Uh, it reports emerged on February 22nd that uh, claimed Jung Hyung, Don, and Defcon will be leaving NBC Everyone's at Weekly Idol, and their last filming one be on March 7th. March 7th. Kim Jin, the producing, producing director of the show, confirmed the news through his personal Twitter account with the words that an article has been published. I am so upset that we will no longer be with Weekly Idol, uh, which we've been working on together for seven years. We, the staff and MCs, would like to thank all Idol fans for the love we received. So, uh, yeah, does it sound like it was voluntary? Uh, people think that uh, has to do with FNC, FS, FNC Entertainment's ad culture, like acquiring Genie Pictures or something like that. Like the, there was some acquisitions and things like uh, back and forth uh, that they think may have contributed to that. Unsure, uh, but it's kind of like it's a it's a the end uh, the end of an era. It's kind of like the end of an institution a show yeah it's kind of like there's been this like especially for for k-pop fans specifically has been the show the the show that you find out oh they're gonna be on weekly idol like when when are they gonna get their taping on weekly idol you know like that that's the thing like uh you wait for your idol group to forget to get on the on weekly idol um so it's kind of a bummer well what what are your thoughts, Kaz? Um, it it definitely is a bummer, right? It's it, it's kind of one of those things where I think initially we'll feel bad about it, but depending on what could happen from it, right? The, it, I it's hard, right? Like I I really I don't I I don't watch Weekly Idol that much. I very much like probably most Americans check out clips and things like that that happen on YouTube. Um, yeah. So there, there's that. But I definitely do enjoy the show, right? Like I, I enjoy I enjoy seeing those clips. I've enjoyed a lot of that stuff. And, and those times where they've gotten other people to host, it just hasn't felt the same. Um, so either hopefully they could get people that will will bring something new to the idea of this show or i don't know <laughs> like i or just i don't know just you know kind of like 
like don't pretend to i mean you know it's not gonna happen but don't pretend when you're do, still doing this show when you just can just do a new show of like of a similar like purpose like you know you could still yeah. have it be the show where you uh interview idols uh and do skits but it could be a new format a new a new host new yeah. and it'll be concept. it'll be hosted by uj Silk, so you know hey yeah. it'll be great <laughs> that man got too many jobs <laughs> well he's been cutting it down but you know still they, made, yeah. they brought back sugar man they brought i still back have not sugar gotten man. back into running man yeah. so I, I started watching it in some of the episodes there, there's there's a lot good and i think the the new uh i'm back and forth on the new male member but the new female member uh john Summon is is kind of hilarious is, is hilarious uh she 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 adds a lot she brings out she brings out a lot more energy than I think I think uh Song Song Jiho if you really want to be honest can bring. Like yeah. she she she's she's great, but you know sometimes she's not really there. <laughs> but Jun Min has been a lot more there and um, I think I even kind of maybe brought out a little bit more out from uh Jihyo. Uh so they've kind of both been been, been able to kind of make their presence felt which is really good um but yeah uh yeah weekly idol trigon idol uh it'll be sad to 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 it's gonna be a bummer to 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 see these guys go Uh, we'll see We'll, well hopefully uh it's just a sign of like new ideas and new uh projects and new things for the two uh and maybe some, you know, some fresh approaches to things. Sometimes change can be good. Um, but yeah, moving on. I don't know segue to this, but uh, right. some back more. To, back to our stories. Back, back to our, back to our regular bullshit. <laughs> uh, One One's agency again <laughs> begs fandoms to stop doing fandom to stop doing stuff like putting tracking devices on their vehicles. One uh, One's agency, YMC Entertainment, has once again been forced to release a statement basically begging the group's fandom to stop being creepy stalkers. Uh, quote, let's, let's go. Yeah, On so February 13th, the agency shared we, a statement that begins, quote, we express our sincere gratitude to all the Wannables that give generous support and love to One One. It continues, quote, we have several similar statements several times. Uh, we have released similar statements several times, but we are sending a request to certain fans who are causing harm to the one-on-one members. Recently, due to certain fans to acquire the personal information uh, of one-on-one members illegally and attempt to contact them, whether it's day or night, not only are one-on-one schedule affected, but also the members' sleep and personal lives have become difficult. The artists have expressed severe mental stress as a result. We ask that you recognize them, the harm is an artist. Also using the safety and like uh, track uh, installing location tracking devices on their vehicles to follow them to private schedules. Such actions disturb the artist schedule and can harm their safety. Um, but yeah, as you as you were as you were about to say, yeah, was, well, I mean, it, it kind of already covers it there, but but this has just kind of been an ongoing thing with this group that their fandoms are just crazy like their fandom is just legitimately psycho stalkers um and there's just seems to be no way around it uh and it it just i i i just i don't 
understand like just this level of psychosis like they just feel like this group really belongs to them more than any other like and i don't know how that that has happened i don't know where, what that is coming from yeah um yeah i, 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 it, it, I think I don't know. it's one of those things where it's like maybe it's part of the like the the fact that they were you know produce 101 and like uh the fact that they voted and picked them out themselves as a fandom i guess as a, a populace uh the fact that they had a hand in their debut uh I don't know, like that could all be like the thing that's contributing to the to their to their like sense of ownership and sense of like oh you know like and and the fact that it's also temporary <laughs> like mm-hmm. the, maybe like that's probably a big thing that's amplifying everything uh but it's scary <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking the buying tracking devices. These motherfuckers need to be in the CIA. Like they're they're serious, you know. Yeah. Like like somebody needs to hire these little girls to fucking find terrorists and shit. Like and and other fucking criminals. <laughs> like yeah, just tell they're them making Al-Qaeda. criminals idols, and we'll find them faster. Just tell them ISIS is the new is the new uh, is the new uh, boy group, group out of Produce One Hundred and One. Yeah, the new boy group out of One Hundred and One. There's a there's a Produce One Hundred and One uh, in in uh, the Middle East. You know, uh, they're, they're your new opas. We'll go go see. They'll them. find them the fucking morrow. Yeah, yeah. We we need to utilize the manpower that we have for good rather than crazy. Uh, Alright. What else we got? <sighs> yeah. God damn it. Stop it. Uh alright, moving on. Netflix and YG Entertainment to launch YG Future Strategy Office with Big Bang Sinity. Uh this is cool. Uh Netflix Inter- uh, Netflix Inc., the world's leading entertainment blah blah blah. Uh announced today that it is launching YG Future Strategy Office, FSO working <laughs> title. Uh, a new Netflix original series with YG Entertainment, home to some of Korea's top talent. YG FSO will launch this year exclusively through Netflix, featuring artist, YG artist Sungri of K-pop group Big Bang, uh, Big Bang, uh, Byung Jae of SNL Korea fame, EJ Jin of uh, Sex Keys. Uh, show will also have various guest appearances by other K-pop groups, including uh, Blackpink icon and winner, YG groups. Uh, the eight episode series will be directed by Park Joon-soo, known for his unique humor on the God of Music series, and written by Kim uh, Min-suk, uh, who took part in SNL Korea. Uh, YG FSO stars Sungri as the head of YG's newly formed department, the Future Strategy Office, where many of YG's troublemakers has been sent. The sitcom series, so it's literally the show about the YG dungeon. Uh, the sitcom series will follow Sungri as, as, and his team as Mifis as they work to regain their place in the company. Uh, we are ambitiously, uh, you know, we're ambitious, blah, 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 yeah, more, more pressure stuff. Uh, basically, this show is, is like a impro- I, I, if it's anything like God of Music, which I still got to check out the season two because it's, it's supposedly really legendary, it's like an improv improv role play semi-written uh fictional like like show uh yeah uh, where uh, god of music whereas you know it's a uh, uh isang min for me of ruda uh 
creates a label and creates a group, especially using members of like uh, a Produce One Hundred One, things like that. And it's like him running his label with Kyungri as like his secretary, and it's like this whole apparently hilarious thing, which I I've seen clips of, and it's it seems hilarious. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. So this is gonna be like that, but of of basically like I said of YG's dungeon. <laughs> And it almost feels like another troll by YG. But what are your thoughts, Kaz? I, I kind of I'm, I'm I'm getting like an understanding of maybe like a Korean office yeah. or Parks and Rec kind of thing, which generally aren't my taste in style. But I'll still check this out because it'll be featuring people I know and I'm familiar yeah. with, unlike uh, American entertainment. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I, it, it might be interesting. I just gotta, I gotta see. Like I said, I, I don't. Well, like you said, and, and I agree with that sentiment. I don't know the the previous work, right? So I don't know, yeah. I don't know God of music. So I'm not, I'm not familiar with that style or this person's directing style or the writing style. Um, so I'll just have to check it out and see, see what it is, see if it hits. You know. Yeah, I like, I like the the, the Netflix is like getting into like uh these variety shows and like kind of acquiring these variety shows uh but i I think netflix's idea has always been to expand right like like ever since recently and in in more international stuff and netflix originals right it's 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 um I'm trying to think of like the word like like it, it, it's the expansion of TV, right? They're trying to get to this place where they're where they're your TV. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's like the, they're basically they want to, and and definitely the approach of like they want to be the makers or the uh, either the makers or at least the uh, in, I don't, I don't want to say instigators, but like the uh, the ones that are like either making the content or making sure the content is distributed or you know have their hands on and they, they want to uh, and I think it's been said many times before that they want to you know focus on basically almost 100% being original content uh, and if they're going to do that they're going to have to have a nice variety which there's a lot, a lot of demand for Korean variety, Korean drama, so it's gonna be interesting to see. I just my main thing is I want them to work on their like licensing stuff and uh, music licensing, because <laughs> like that I wish they would go back and fix Knowing Brothers or Men on <laughs> I guess, because yeah. there's nothing weirder than like very obviously seeing IOI dancing to Pick Me, but you hear like the Jimmy Hart version of like. I don't know some some uh some techno song from from like uh 2002 like it's like some generic stuff that they put on there but the, you know that they're they're saying they're dancing to pick me you know you know that they're dancing to the song you know the choreography like you know that's what the thing, they're they're very obviously like lip singing to the song but the the it's like some it's like it's weird it'll throw you off especially if like Especially for people who are going to check that out on Netflix, which is that kind of show, it's going to be K-pop fans, <laughs> like because that's mainly what the appeal of that show is: is is you know Korean celebrities being like interviewed, and on those episodes, it's going to be you know K-pop fans that are going to be interested in. It. So it's like 
they know and it's going to be weird for them to watch that. So, I don't know. Uh, I, under, I understand music licensing is hard, but it's weird. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, le- uh, we are. I think that's, that's it. We yeah, are no, that's it. done. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's we'll, we'll, we can make another uh, video of that. <laughs> like shout out to Dwelf in that video. <laughs> that was probably one of the funniest thing. I'm 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 proud that somebody made something that funny, even if it was it, like out of something I make. <laughs> like, uh, and I think pretty much does sum up my podcasting style. Pretty much to a T. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Hallyjuku. Uh, Cass, what, what, what's going on in your world? What's what's going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, mostly sports odds and ends. Uh, a show I do with my good friend, Jerry Vin, JVZ, uh, where we talk about all kinds of different sports, even esports. You can check that out at sportsoddsandends.com uh, to get all that. If you're kind of a high-level, low-level sports fan, we we kind of cover the bases there for you. So definitely come check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go check him out. He's at King Kaz. I'm at Pity Rave. Uh, I live streamed this episode. Uh, I might try to get back in the habit of streaming Hallyjuku again. Depending on, I don't know, the, 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 the little color on the bottom of OBS wasn't very promising. A lot of reds down there, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how, how, what I'll have to do to break things up. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye out on twitch.tv slash rebellitv. Uh, rebelli.net for to check out the uh, episode posts of this and other shows like Record Breakers uh, on Hallyjuku.com for Justice Show Hallyjuku.com Kpoppodcast.com if you want to share it with your friends uh, yeah find us over there you, you can you can find podcasts uh, like share subscribe give us comments give us feedback until next time Hasta los huevos. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)